flight. We come back to the story we were uh, sharing with you just before the 2.30 news headlines. Uh, Stephen relaying the terrible story of how his dog was knocked over and killed uh, in the Silvermine Reserve last week. Uh, and before we go to Sandparks to hear their response to that report, let's take a listen to a voice note that's come in. Now, the story about Duke being killed in the Sandparks Reserve... Um uh, you know, it's not only contained to Silver Mine or wherever they were. You got the Kruger National Park. I mean, um, a lot of the staff there are just glorified taxi drivers. I mean, they, they race you off the road. They, they kill animals on the roads. They, they drive like maniacs. It's a, it's a, it's a consistent problem in, 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 in sand parks, it seems. How their employees drive... Um, you know, the, the general speed limit in Kruger National Park on a tar road is uh, 50 kilometers an hour and staff are permitted, I think, to drive 60 or 70. But I mean, uh, they come chasing past at 100 kilometers an hour and then, then I'm not talking about little buckies and stuff. I'm talking about big game viewing vehicles, uh, delivery trucks, uh, you know, official. Yeah, it's, it's just chaos on the roads in Kruger sometimes the way those people drive. Right, I haven't been to Kruger in many years, sadly, so um, I can't co- um, comment personally on the veracity of that. I wonder if anybody else listening agrees with the comment that poor driving by Sandparks staff is an issue in more than just uh, local parks. If you would like to agree or perhaps disagree with that voice note, you're very welcome to respond on 0725671567. Um, okay, uh, let's. there is somebody responding on the issue of how fast this particular truck was going, but before we, we share that, let me give Sandparks Parks a chance to respond to what you heard before uh, the 2.30 news. I'm very grateful to them uh, for giving us a representative to speak to us. Head of Communications, JP Lowe is on the line. Uh, JP, thank you for your time this afternoon and welcome to the show. Good afternoon, uh, Pippa, and thank you very much for having us. Sure. Now, we heard the description from Stephen of um, his dog, the terrible incident last week in which his dog was killed. Um his dog Walker and another woman who was on the trail at the same time both saying that they felt that the tanker in question was driving too fast, that it did not take sufficient care. It was aware of the fact that they were on the road. They know that because it had hooted at them, uh, but simply didn't slow down fast enough to avoid um, th- this terrible incident. What has your invest- investigation shown? Um, I know you've looked into it since Stephen reported it to you. What did you find? Yeah. And, and and I do think I must also start with the comment that you were playing earlier about uh, generally recklessness on the parks and so on. You know, we we were very quite clear at Sun Parks on this matter. Even to staff, it's communicated quite clearly. In fact, we have an incident making reference to Kruger, I think in the last week or so, where we've been dis- we are busy disciplining one of our staff members uh, who w- was found to... Uh, of said to have been engaged in reckless driving. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it can be something that's taken as it's an okay thing uh, that happens and it's a thing that does not get dealt with. Uh, we're very firm about these sorts of things uh, not being acceptable. Uh, uh, the, the adherence to speed limit having to be uh, adhered to uh, and, uh, you know, especially even for our own stuff. So I just think I should get that uh, out of the way quickly. But on this particular matter, I mean, the details we do have says to us that the uh, the complainant, uh, Mr. Abraham, and, and I must start also by, uh, again, uh, you know, indicating what has been said to him 
uh, I think on more than one occasion that we are really sorry that he has to go uh, through this sort of like experience. I mean, myself personally, by the way, I've lost uh, a pet or as a dog even specifically. And, and I can tell you emotionally, it's not the, the best of experience to have to have. Um, but uh, being that being the case, uh, when this issue was raised, of course, the obvious thing you do is to then try to investigate because you are also talking about an employee who themselves have their own rights in this type of uh, case scenario. And a couple of things uh, came forward uh, to us. One is that there was a tracker in the vehicle that was uh, being used. Uh, the tracker is able to tell us the speed at which the car was driving. I mean, if you're in a person who rents a car, you will know that rental cars, for example, these days would even send you a WhatsApp or a message to say you're exceeding speed. So uh, the tracker is able to tell us that uh, in line with the report given by the staff member, that the truck they were driving in made two stops. And uh, the first stop, uh, in terms of the own report, it was for a lady who apparently was coming out of uh, their own home, I think, walking two dogs. Then the second incident about 100 meters away uh, from this other case is then where we have this unfortunate uh, outcome where a, a gentleman who was wearing a blue work suit uh, with a reflector, then uh, there seemed to have been uh, whatever occurred uh, in the context of uh, what was there. We can confirm from the basis of this investigation that we received that the speed at which it was being driven was somewhere uh, between 7 kilometers per hour to 10 kilometers per hour. Now, that's, this is objective information before us as Sunpacks. We can't doctor it in any way and want to suggest it is anything other than what it's uh, showing to, to us what we are finding. And the, the, the investigator, they even went to the area and they say that the area is not conducive to high-speed travel, right? It's not a kind of like place where it's easy to travel at a particular high, high uh, 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 speed as well. And that all things considered, we can't uh, say to the driver they were negligent um, and what they did uh, uh, was wrong. I've heard the reports, of course, saying that but the driver should have uh, stopped. Uh, uh, the report, again, we get is that from the truck they were, and I think there's even two of them, as they were driving, they don't remember uh, anybody calling them back to stop on the road. Oh, so those did, are only the facts that we have before okay. at the moment. JP, one important, uh, did they concede that they were aware they had hit a dog? I mean, they said they don't remember being called back. Are they saying they weren't aware of this happening at all? Yes, what they're essentially reporting is that they were not aware that they've hit a dog. And if anything, uh, I mean, if they're aware that they've hit a dog and the dog died, they would have stopped uh, to uh, attend to the matter. They wouldn't hit a dog and just drive off. JP, I think it might be helpful to just describe the area where this happened. A lot of people are asking questions about were dogs allowed to be there? Why would dogs and vehicles be in the same space, etc.? Can you just describe for us this is an area of the park in which dog walking is allowed, permits provided, etc. Um, there's no question that they shouldn't have been there or anything like that. Yeah, no, that's not the issue. That's not really the issue at hand. Uh, of course, the requirements is that there must be some control of your dog. 
And you can define that in many ways because if I have a very well-trained dog, I don't necessarily have to have it on a leash, for example. Um, uh, but having a dog on a leash would be always much better. But the issue really is not that uh, dogs were not supposed to be in the area. The, the primary fundamental point of difference seems to be around um, whether the driver consciously and even negligently just drove over the dog when uh, he should have even foreseen that that should have uh, happened. But from what we are finding, like I say, from the investigation, it tells us that we can't really want to hold this against the driver. And I can assure the public as well. I mean, if these findings were had to come up to the come out to the opposite to what they are saying, we would have dealt with the matter like we are doing in Kruger. Would have uh, dealt with the driver and disciplined them. Uh, this is not an attempt to, uh, uh, you know, protect staff uh, unduly. If anything, if with this report we have, and then we decided to take that sort of action, that then would even open us to other litigation from a labour relations perspective. So at some parts, we had to think about all of those elements in how do we conclude this issue. Okay, JP, a lot of people are very skeptical, I have to say, on our WhatsApp line about this response, feeling that there are two questions here. Firstly, several people asking whether Sandparks would be prepared to release the raw GPS data because they're saying that they question the interpretation of those results because it doesn't line up with the eyewitness report. The second question is the fact that there was an eyewitness walking behind uh, the lady with her two dogs. Um, have you interviewed that person? I mean, are, are you only relying on the GPS data from that truck or have you reached out to that woman to hear her perspective on what happened? Uh, no, the investigation involved certainly the tracker, uh, the statements that were provided verifying what's being said there with what the tracker is saying, visiting the area as well. Um, and my understanding also is that it was uh, uh, it also included inter- interviewing a couple of uh, witnesses as well. I think the other details that you say needs to be released to verify if these things indeed are correct. I mean, we can look at whether that's possible. Um, we... Ultimately, are going, we want to be open, transparent, and accountable on this issue, uh, both to the public, most foremost, and I think secondly also uh, to Mr. Abraham, who feels um, really uh, aggrieved in the situation, but also equally to our own staff. So whatever we're able to make public, we would make public. What legally and otherwise would be tricky for us to do so, uh, we would, wouldn't be able to do so. And we'll explain it. That uh, X that you want, we can't do for these reasons. But W that you want, there you go. Uh, uh, we're able to give to you. Stephen Abram's been listening to that. And Stephen, I'd like to just bring you in at this point and ask you how yeah. you feel listening to that response. Well, it's disingenuous in many ways. And it's an insult, I think, to, to everybody who's gone up there and walks their dog. Um, and just from posting this on the Nola community forum, the amount of people that have said their dog's been hit, they've nearly been hit, and all the other stuff that's, that's gone on. I mean, you know, you cannot hit a 45-kilogram dog traveling at six kilometers an hour and kill it, firstly. And secondly, not know it. You just can't. Mm. There's no way to do that. So... 
um, I think that maybe there's a big problem going on there. Uh, Either way, I don't really care. Um, I I think the important thing here is that what's got to happen is that they've got to slow down. They've got to care about the people and the animals there. They've got to stop killing things. You know, somebody said somebody posted something quite ridiculous, but it, it made me think about something else. Somebody posted said, "Oh, you know, it's fire season, so maybe the water truck was taking water for the fire guards at the top of the mountain, which is rubbish." But I was just thinking that, uh, of that in terms of the of the firemen. Like, if there had have been a fire truck with firemen in there, those guys would have slowed down to a stop. They would have made sure everybody was safe. They wouldn't have, pro, you know, they wouldn't have proceeded. They would have edged closer to get to make sure everybody was out of the way and then they would have moved on fire guys would have given you know they would have cared this this hooting and driving and riding people off the track and off the trail and hitting an animal killing it not stopping and and, oh and, and not knowing it like if they didn't know where they hit the dog how could they match that up with the gps information like literally like Let's let's be honest here. It's it's this GPS nonsense. It's it's an insult. It's an insult to everybody. Anyway, they know now that they killed my dog, right? That that driver knows now that he's killed my dog. I would just like him to reach out and say sorry. Stephen, thank you again. We're so sorry that this happened uh, to poor Duke and thank you for joining us this afternoon. A a couple of people commenting on the WhatsApp line uh, and I just want to share one or two of those responses before we must wrap up. Uh, Some feeling Sandparks is relying on empirical data to support their position so they feel that's good enough for them. Others feeling that in the interest of transparency that data should be uh, shared uh, publicly because I've had at least one person saying uh, from what they've read of Sandparks' explanation they don't buy the way the data is being interpreted. Several saying that it needs to be reported to the SPCA to investigate further. Um, And um, uh, yeah, a couple of people making that point and that uh, both the dog walker and the eyewitness behind them. So I just want to emphasize this again. Um, A a few people are saying, but, you know, this is a second-hand account. Uh, the dog walker's report matches with an eyewitness report uh, of the woman who was walking behind uh, the dog walker. So I think... um, the suggestion that perhaps the dog walker did something wrong in this case and is trying to cover it up is is perhaps an unfair one, uh, given that there is an eyewitness who was a couple of um, dozen meters behind them on the road uh, who was also impacted. So we're going to leave it there for now. Uh, but again, yeah, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, Stephen, that this happened to Duke. It's an awful thing for anybody to go through. It's an awful thing, obviously, to have happened to Duke himself in a place that he loved being. Um, and um, yeah, a lot of questions being asked here about dog owners are made to pay for permits to use that space on the understanding that it is a safe space in which you're allowed to walk with your dogs and uh, that they are already feeling under threat from the risk of muggings, etc. To now add to this, the risk that your dog might be knocked over while enjoying that space is, for many people, absolutely unconscionable.